time for a special guest. This guy needs absolutely no introduction at all. He's an absolute legend, superstar of the Australian music industry, singer, songwriter, keyboardist, producer, record label founder, and he's an absolute staple of the Australian entertainment industry for over 50 years. Welcome to the show, Brian Cadd. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. How are you doing this morning, Brian? I'm pretty good for an old It makes me sound about 100 years old and you know you've been around for 50 years and the truth is I suppose you know I've been around for a long long time but I really feel great and uh, in the middle of an exciting new record launch and tour so it's all uh, all good I absolutely love this Brian I've been following your journey well not for 50 years because I'm not that old but I've been following your work whether it's on stage performing or whether it's behind the scenes producing and writing for some of the biggest names in the Australian music industry just to name drop a few Tina Arena and John Farnham what was it like for you back in those days and do you still mingle in the same circle with Tina and John? Yeah uh, absolutely it's a very small industry in terms of, you know, getting around it. For people who've been around a long time, we all sort of moved in the same service of the same friends. And and uh, I think the friendships that were made back in the, in the, you know, sort of glory days, if you like, of the 60s and 70s, the friendships that have, have um, remained, it's probably true to say that the people that I started with in the mid-60s, people like Russell Morris and Ross Wilson and particularly Glenn Shark are all best friends now. And we see each other and hang out and we do shows together. In this year alone, I'm doing, I'm right now, I've just finished a whole run of shows with, with Russell. And then uh, I go out on the APA tour and I do a whole lot more with you know, Russell and Tate Sabrano and JP Wine and all that. And then a bit later in the year, Sure, I can I go out together and do a whole bunch of stuff. So, <clears throat> you know, the thing just is a continuum that just goes on and on. It's great. It's great that you've, you know, maintained that those friendships with, you know, Glenn Shorrock and just the biggest names in the music business. And you've got some new material out at the moment, Brian. It's a new album, Silver City. And just going back in retrospect, you know, you've you've come a long way with music and now you've got this brand new album, which I've got some gr- some great news from your team. I'm pretty sure you're aware of this, but the uh, Silver City CD has uh, hit number eight this week on the Aria Country Album Charts and it's number two on the Air Album Charts. And this is the first time for you, Brian, in 43 years that you've been on the Australian charts. How does that make you feel, mate? I feel wonderful. It's one of those things, you know, you release albums from time to time and, and uh, pretty much in the last two years or so they've been more about you know, selling them live and gigs and stuff uh, because you know, it's pretty tough to get airplay you know, for, for people who are more mature than others. <laughs> but <clears throat> it just so happened that this one is a, a rather unique album, it's an Americana album and I recorded it in Nashville with a whole bunch of American players. And just one of those ones we got right, you know, you get it right every now and again. And I'm as happy about this album as I was originally with the Ginger Man album, which was the first solo album I ever made. And in some respects, I've come kind of full circle because the, the song Silver City 
birthday celebration day, which I recorded on the uh, original um, Ginger Man album. I recorded again for this album. And uh, so even though it's a very old song, it's brand new in terms of how it was played and how it was recorded. So, but it sort of dovetails or, or bookends, if you like, um, 50 years of making records. And I'm just so happy that after all that time, I've got, a, I've got a record that's actually in the charts and, and moving. It's so. fantastic news, Brian. It's great. You know, that's such an accomplishment because you've got a couple of big gongs under your belt. You've been inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame by the legend Jimmy Barnes in 2007 and also Queen's Birthday Honours, uh, 50 years in service in the music industry as a singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, mentor and producer in 2018. And to, to just fast forward to this year, 2019, you've got an album inside the top 10 of uh, two different lots of charts it, you must feel some form of accomplishment don't you just do you feel like you're complete now brian or you've you've got more things on the horizon uh, i think <clears throat> i think if i was to say you know that, that i've done everything and i'm okay and i'm happy and i'm you know that's it that would be a kind of a weird feeling. <laughs> the, the, truth is that, the truth is that we all continue on doing new projects, and I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I want to try and do in the next year or so, not just <clears throat> recording and writing, but I've got two new books I'm working on, and and, and uh, 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 more things than musical. <laughs> and, and they're just, that's just stuff that you're doing, and which you're able to do, and you, you're inspired enough to do it. It's certainly a, <clears throat> you know, a wonderful way to continue life on. I don't see myself slowing down or retiring anytime soon. That's the spirit. And I'm happy with that. Happy with that. <laughs> That's the spirit. Now, the new album, uh, incredibly recorded, the whole album in, in three days of sessions, uh, apart from the vocals and the mixing. Just take us through that uh, recording process and the concept and the idea behind the new album, Silver City. Well, <clears throat> it really happened because, uh, incidentally, I hope that your listeners are not thinking that I lost my voice. I'm one of those people who talks like this all the time. So I can I'm sick of anything like I talk. Oh, uh, you're coming through <laughs> loud and clear. It's all good, Brian. Okay. Um, so what happened was that I have a friend, Mark Moffat, who's a very accomplished Australian producer who now has lived in Nashville for about 20 years. <clears throat> and he's very much involved in the Americana scene, which is a... Uh, a, a specific genre now. It's not any. It's not country music. It's not rock music. It's sort of country rock music, if you like. And, but it's but it's roots were born way back in in this, in the sixties with albums like Music from Big Pink by the band. In fact, that was the album that changed my whole life. I already started on this path that I'm still on now. And and. I think we were talking about it and he said, you know what, you get this Americana thing that's going on now. Guys like you have always been Americana, but you didn't know what to call you. And, you know, you should really now um, do yourself an American, we could kill an Americana album. And, uh, you know, I'd like to produce it and we'll go in. He said, but it's <clears throat> on condition that... Um, you know, you've been bullying people with that piano of yours for 50 years, so <laughs> in this instance, <clears throat> I want you to just be the singer. And uh, I went in and, uh, with a whole band of players and, and all that happened was I just sat in, in the 
vocal Every time I just pointed at me, I sang the song. And it was so free and, and freeing and freeing for me. I realized that, you know, it was so wonderful to be just the lead singer of, of this fantastic band. And I think that comes through definitely on the album. And he would pick songs from all along my career, not, not necessarily songs that um, had been recorded, but just songs that I've written over the years. And I just gave him all the stuff that I thought was in the ballpark, and, and he picked all the songs. And uh, in fact, <clears throat> um, there's a bonus track on the live album, on the album that you uh, you purchased the actual album itself as a bonus track on there. And that's a very old song, and people will be surprised when they find out what it is and when they hear it, but it's been completely re-recorded by these wonderful people, and it fits right in on it with everything else that I've done. I can it see that. This has made me, me realise that that journey that he talked about is true, that I'm starting in 68 yeah. when I heard the band, I can see the bonus track, uh, track 13 on the album, Brian. It's the uh, 2019 version. We'll let the the listeners gather that one themselves. It is a bit of a surprise and one of my favourite tracks as well. But obviously the concept, the idea behind the album, the recording process, did you take anything out, all of that? Did you learn something new? Because you've just been so knowledgeable over the last, you know, five-odd decades. Did you learn something else new or was this, you know, just another normal recording process for you, Brian? Yeah, well, it was very, very, very different because, as I said, I, I became just a lead singer. and Not just a lead singer, but I became a lead singer rather than someone who was playing an instrument who was forcing, maybe forcing the agenda a bit on how people should play the songs. So because I didn't have any any real input on, on how it was all being played. The guys just sort of, you know, ran with it and they did their thing. And they had, you know, virtually, well, they did actually arrange all the songs and all the instrumentation, which is quite different. There's quite a lot of unusual instruments on the, on the album. The things that haven't been on my past, past albums. And the experience, you know, and I didn't, I'm, I sort of went along with what you said because normally you would not expect it to be all that different. You know, you made 26 albums or something, it's like, yeah, yeah, right, I know what happened. <laughs> but in this instance, in this instance, it was completely different. It wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. It's a very different time in music, uh, and just the the evolution of music has been quite incredible over the last few years as well. You know, the use of social media and the the digital online uh, process for fans to listen to your music absolutely, you know, on the spot instantly. Now you've got some gigs coming up, Brian. You've got a show tomorrow at Mulgrave at the Village Green Hotel, uh, as well as at the Spotted Mallard. Just tell us how you're preparing for those. Oh, we're, <clears throat> we're basically in the slot because we've been doing it for a while. I started on the road January 12th, um, <clears throat> and I don't finish until March 25th. So that's a long time, and we've done a lot of shows already. But the shows that you're talking about, particularly Mallow, is, um, is um, I've got some really unusual, lovely players to join with us. And uh, it will be really a reflection of the new album. Although, of course, you know, I play all the old stuff as well. I, not necessarily just because people expect it. 
but it's because I enjoy playing more. Yeah. You know, they're like little kids. You know, you're like your kids. You throw them all out <laughs> during the course of the evening. So. <laughs> but uh, now I've got a few little grandkids that I can trot out as well. Yeah. Like. So, it's, it's, you know, the show is kind of a bit of a blend. I do, I do you know, a handful of tracks from the new album and all the rest of it is all the stuff that people know me for. Um, but we're ready to go and we've done, you know, we've got some shows under our belt and we're, we're loving the whole project. And so far, everything seems to have been really well accepted. You know, the songs that are from the new album don't stand out uh, as being too different from the rest of the show. In other words, they sort of sound like they always belong there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's a great thing that can happen because, you know, the, the concept of playing in front of an audience, which to a really large degree in some areas, have been around as long as I have and been following our careers from the 60s onwards. You know, you can't kind of move them too far away from the, <laughs> from the plan. <laughs> I mean, so I've got the, the chances of me doing a jazz album are too, too yeah. strong for that reason. But, <laughs> but um, in this instance, it's, it's lovely how the new stuff just seems to fall in the year. I'm sure it's a special show. It'll be an absolutely special show, Brian. Some of the old hits and the new ones as well, all mixed in together. The big show uh, tomorrow at Mulgrave at the Village Green Hotel and also Musicland. You're off to Mornington at the Publican Hotel on Thursday, March 7. Brunswick spotted Mallard. Then you've got the Sandringham Football Club on the 9th of March. Bright, Victoria at the Brighter Days Festival on March 10. Then you're off to Adelaide on March 11. Christie's Beach in South Australia, Encounter Bay on the 16th at the Beach House Cafe, back to Cairns on the 22nd of March and then right up to Darwin on March 23 at Sky City. It's a busy schedule, Brian. Very, very busy schedule. What's the plan for you after the tour's done? Uh, I've got to go back to the States because uh, <coughs> we're preparing the album for release there. And uh, and then I'm back I'm back in uh, so it'll you know, be about five weeks and then I'm back in the middle of Ma- May to start the Apia tour, which goes all around Australia. And that's the famous one. That's a, that's a, a city shooter, there are seven artists on it. Yeah. Um, the, the Bull Sisters, Kate Sobrano, Russell Morris, um, Ross Wilson, Joe Camilleri, and JPY and myself. And so that's a, a pretty big swag of artists to get in one hit. And we we go all over Australia, play everywhere. So that's another five-week kind of exercise. Yeah. And uh, so it rolls on. You know, towards, uh, the show continues, doesn't it? <laughs> Ma- uh, May 25, that is at the Palais Theatre, the uh, Good Times All Stars. That's a good lineup. Vicar and Linda Bull, Brian Cadd, Joe Camilleri, Kate Sobrano, Russell Morris, Ross Wilson, and John Paul Young. That's a big show as well, uh, Brian. The new singles, uh, Silver City and uh, Hurricane, is also a standout tracks off that new album. I'm going to play Silver City this morning, but for everyone online who wants to grab tickets to those shows, BrianCadd.com is your place to go. Uh, tomorrow's show at Mulgrave at the Village Green Hotel and then the Spotted Mallard in Brunswick on Friday the 8th of March but also at Musicland uh, on on Saturday the uh, 23rd of February Brian it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you best of luck for all of your shows and I hope you find a bit of time for a bit of rest and relaxation 
All good. We're, we're happy to gab to you anytime, mate. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, man. Brian Cad live on the phone. This is uh, one of the tracks off the new album, Silver City and Birthday Celebration Day. Thanks, Brian. Take care.